Building a successful real estate career requires you to adapt, pivot, and constantly master new skills. We're Katie and Daniel Steinfeld. We've built our own innovative brokerage. And in this podcast, we've assembled actionable tips and strategies that you can implement to take your business to its maximum potential. It's time to level up. Level up. We're talking about engagement today, and we want you to engage with us as well. Be sure to subscribe, follow, like, comment, and keep on top of all the good level up stuff that has been and will come. I'm Daniel. I'm here with Katie. And today, we're getting all social on you. We're just talking about engaging on social media and how to effectively use these tools to your benefit. And I know there are tons of podcasts and content out there talking to you about what to post, when to post, um, just all of these tips and tricks that are useful. But one thing that I think a lot of people fail to recognize is is the importance of engaging with your audience. So not so much posting, but the one-on-one engagement that you have the opportunity to do uh, with the people that are following you. Yeah, so this is relevant in any and all platforms, at least the major ones. Like if we're talking Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, um, you do have different avenues you can take when you're on social. Um, you can just put pictures of yourself and your family, or you can copy quotes and put them up and things like that, or retweet or share other people's stuff. And that's all good, but you need to understand, as with everything we talk about, what's your end goal here if you're talking about your social media? And um, every day, I mean, today we had people asking us about lead generation, um, and people are constantly talking about bolstering their social media channels. But I don't know that everybody really understands what that means and what they're really after. And Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the important thing is like if you really take a step back and recognize what you're after, probably most of the activities that you're doing on social media have nothing to do with that, that goal. Right. And I mean, think of, think of the reasons that people talk about for so i mean for me the most common thing you hear is i want more followers or more likes like more not engagement in the sense we're talking about but just more people clicking on your name Mm -hmm. and where that might translate to the right objective depending on who's clicking i don't think people are really diving into why they want that other than feeling like social media is a big popularity contest yeah yeah because i think the the trend of people buying followers has kind of come and gone. I think people have recognized that when you see somebody with 20,000 followers but two likes per post, that likely most of their followers are either bought or just not even engaging with what they're putting out there. Right, especially when someone goes from zero to a thousand or even if it's likes or shares of a post, if something really random from somebody really random all of a sudden blows up, 
that doesn't mean it's engaging content, right? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and I think that's that's number one is you don't want to get wrapped up in the followers, the likes, the engagement. Like you're putting stuff out there that is as long as you have a plan and a reason for putting that stuff out there, that's all that matters because over time it's going to build up. And if you are on any social media platform, you know if you're trying to organically get followers or friends or whatever it is. It, it takes time. It's not going to happen overnight. Well, and we can speak to case studies of ourselves yeah. in, a, in all the platforms. Like for me, full disclosure, years and years ago when I was actually on Twitter, hmm. I bought followers on Twitter. And I feel like, I mean, the minimums were insane. And I think that that was the first thing that kind of turned me off is it feels weird to go from like 50 followers to 10,000. Is that what it was? I I think I was able to find a place that got me like 500 Mm -hmm. or something like that, which, and it was something that was built to gradually build your base so that, you know, but, but the the point was what good was it going to do for me? to have 500 followers who not only I didn't know, didn't know me, weren't in my market, added no value to me, but they didn't do anything. Like it's not even like that they were not in my market but still engaged with my stuff. They were just names with no profile who are clearly fake, useless people in other countries. Yeah. Exactly. So what was the point? Now, that that's my case study. You'd never bought anything, I don't think, right? No, but I've been tempted, for sure, because I see people and I compare myself, and, and it's so easy to compare yourself to other people that are doing really well in our industry. I'm like, crap, I'm never going to get to 10,000 unless I buy the followers. Which is, uh, you just hit the nail on the head, is initially that's how we looked at it. Yeah. Is you look at people with followers and you say, wow, they must be doing really well. For sure. And that's not always the case no. And that's sort of what we're talking well, about here. Now, it now it this, doesn't even matter. No, it, it, Well, yeah, comparing yourself first and foremost, that's another discussion we've had and we'll have again is that's not how you should do any of your business, your life, full stop. Focus on yourself and your goals. But bringing it back to social media, and I mean, I, I know this wasn't about the facade of followers and all that, but it is about really isolating what your goal is yeah. when you're on social media and getting in and getting out with the right actions when you're there because it can eat your entire day and then some if you want it to. Right. Yeah. So I think like I think one thing that realtors fall into the trap of doing quite a bit and I have I, I mean us a little bit differently just because we've got a different um, engagement base but a lot of times realtors will follow, follow realtors and you know they'll reciprocate which is okay to an extent because you might want a referral partners in other areas of of the country or wherever, um, you might want to see what other people are up to and get inspired by, by their work. But if 90% of your base is realtors on social media, evaluate what benefit that has. Are you trying to attract those people? Maybe you are. Maybe you're in a, a recruiter. Right. Maybe, you know, but at the end of the day, most of us are in this business to help buyers and sellers in real estate. Uh, might be in a certain area, might be in a certain niche like investing. So those are the people that you want to attract and that you want to engage with at the end of the day. Yeah. So that is step one now. Look at who you're following, who's following you. And if it's all just a bunch of people in the same tent and none of you represents a client for anybody else, you're really just having a big play group. Yeah, Which exactly. is Which is, I mean, and again, if that's what you're after, like... 
initially social media was for the purpose of being social. Yeah. And in, especially now when nobody's leaving their houses or seeing people, there is value in using it for that, you know, for that purpose, you know. Yeah. And I can, but, sorry, can I just cut you off there? Go knock yourself out. <laughs> But I, I can tell you from experience that having realtors um, and, and being on each other's feeds and being inter- able to interact with them has resulted in um, referrals, like for referral partners. Yep. And, and if they didn't see me on social media, they would have never thought of me to refer people to. Right. So that's one benefit. Right. And I don't know if we're talking about it today, but there is a very easy way to still remain. Like this doesn't mean drop all your your realtor contacts, but there's a way to direct the appropriate messages to the appropriate people so that when you're focused on clients, you can focus on clients and your target market and, you know, your ads for your stuff don't need to be sent Mm -hmm. to other realtors, as don't your posts. It's not just about targeting ads, right? Because Mm -hmm. we're able to put out content that is directed to the people it should be going to. So that's That's what the point of social media is, is it's really a huge, it's almost like a huge CRM in a lot of ways. Like I don't think we recognize, like I didn't think about this until just a little while ago. Just now. Did I I just blow your mind with that CRM No, but it's, it's so powerful and we take for granted that we've got all of these people following us. And we're only the only thing we're doing on there is posting and and just bigging like making ourselves look bigger than we might even be. I don't know, but like no, you know, I, you're putting your listings out, you're doing all that. But all of these people, like th- you can just talk to them, right? See where they're at in well, their and lives. That's where, yeah, you say we as the general we because I think all of us have done that for the majority. But you have picked up the ability to use it to create conversations. I'm on the road to doing that as well with identifying that this isn't always about communicating at mass just because the mass is there there are people like in some of the groups that we manage there's people who have very specific questions Mm -hmm. and it's great it's very fulfilling when we can receive a question to us from one person and we can help that one person because they're connected to us through this network yeah you know we were able to draw them in and or you were or I was able to draw them in through something, through some sort of content or something helpful in the past. And now it is a relationship, which is the point of social media. It shouldn't yeah. just be a bunch of faceless names that constantly click a thumbs up button. Mm-hmm. And somehow that means we're connected. It really doesn't. No. It means, you know, we've talked about algorithms in the past. Maybe it means we'll get more thumbs up from them and they'll see more of our stuff. But if there's no point and what we're showing them has nothing to do with why we have a relationship with them, then that that reinforces there is no point. Like, yeah. why are we doing it? It's a waste yeah, of time. Yeah, you're just wasting your time. Yeah, so I think, you know, as Daniel said, recognizing who you're trying to go after, what kind of people you want to be uh, just having conversations with, and then take it to the next level of like, how am I going to get those people? Because if you are targeting, let's say, um, home buyers and sellers in Leslieville. Finding those individuals isn't as simple as just going online and searching Leslieville, for example. Like you're not going to find those people. Like there's different ways you can do it, but Daniel and I have effectively done it with a market that we're looking to target through ads um, and creating um, just posts that are going to attract those individuals so for example like we can give the example of we did birthday signs for 
the Vaughn area. And we did a targeted ad to the Vaughn area offering people to get like a honk for your birthday. It's COVID. People aren't having lots of birthdays. So it's something that people are looking for as a birthday sign on their front lawn. So we were able to get followers that way. And I can tell you the followers we've gotten have been very engaged with our content because they're very passionate about the neighborhood. And it's key here. This was it was an ad, but this wasn't an ad for like, real estate. Yeah. Hey, are you selling your home in yeah. fill in the blank neighborhood place? Right. It was actual real life stuff that we were able to leverage using social content yeah. or content uh, social media because what that does is it gives us a a platform to stand on or it gives us a megaphone basically. Yeah to say, we've got this great thing we're doing, but we can't just send out a postcard to tell people. Right. Or we can't just you know, go to the neighborhood park and yell really loud, <laughs> especially now, because people would think we're crazy. <laughs> but what we can do is we can leverage social media, especially if you're using an ad. Initially, it wasn't even an ad. Right. But once you've got sort of a know-how and, and not a lot of budget, just a little bit of dollars to put behind focusing on specifically who you want... Mm-hmm. It doesn't always work, but it's the most effective way to figure out what does work and then roll with it. Yeah. And I mean, we can tell you from that experience, we've recognized that offering to deliver birthday signs across the Vaughn area is very time consuming. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I mean, we did did 50 50, mornings of driving to, and Vaughn is not small, like 50 mornings of a half hour of driving for a sign, but... Each one generated an opportunity for more content. So each one became part of our Instagram story or Facebook yep. story. Um, each person who got a sign was following us and often would tag us and generate us more followers who initially probably just wanted to get a sign. Yeah. I'd, I say, know. I'd yeah. say 30% or more wanted to buy the signs from us. Yeah. It was just a free thing. Um, But all those people continue to follow us now. Yeah, and I'd say out of the 50, there's probably about five good potential leads of people that are, you know, two of them even said to us that they're like looking, not right away, but they're starting to look at at purchasing a new home and selling their current one in the Vaughn area. So, I mean, that are two hot leads right there. And people talk about leads, especially because we also recruit, right? And when we talk to realtors, the number one thing a lot of them, especially newer ones want is, well, are you going to give me leads? Mm. And lots of places will give leads. And in theory, we could give leads, but it's the quality, the same as social media followers and friends and all that. It's the quality of the person. You could get a list of 100 phone numbers and you'd be lucky if one of them is going to turn into something hot. This was one test and it was a lot of work, but a 10% basically, even if it ends up being a 2 or 3% yeah. genuine hot lead. And genuine hot, genuine hot, <laughs> red hot, genuine. But all, but also the rest of these people. It's not like it was knocking on fifty doors and getting forty eight no. slams. It's forty eight people who are still there, yeah, and are still engaging with us. Like most of them, they're definitely all seeing what we're doing from yeah. time to time. Names pop up, and just because it was fifty signs, it turned into what two hundred and fifty. People, let's say this turned into followers. about 200, 200 followers out yeah. of this. Yeah. Um, and so this 
gets the wheels turning for us about what's the next big thing we should do. Yeah. And that's why we're saying, okay, we're going to probably do something quarterly so that we can just up our, the, the people that really matter, the people we're trying to target to follow us and leveling up. Yeah. And this was, and this was a great way to do it. We've seen other realtors offer um, gift cards to local restaurants in their own areas. Like that's a much less time consuming, you know, option to consider. There's so many different options, but I think the key is not to make it real estate related, make it related to your target audience and what they're passionate about. And, you know, just being able to, to connect with them better on that level. Yeah, well, I, it can, it depends what your target is, right? Like for us, it's community. Mm-hmm. So definitely we don't want to be focused on real estate because we really genuinely want to connect with our community, engage with them that way. If you're, I'm trying to think of, of maybe an exception to the rule, like if you're focused on invest on investors, for example, mm. you really want to reach out to investors, you might still not do things about real estate, real estate, but engagement just means having real conversations and having real connection with people beyond yeah. just throwing out things about yourself all the time. Like engagement means give, take, give, take, ask questions, receive feedback, not just me, 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 me. Does anybody like this? Me, me, me. Yeah. yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Like if you – one great book to read is Ninja Selling uh, by Larry Kendall. That is an amazing book because he talks about – just the fact that people are going to do business with you when they know, like, and trust you. And so there's the only way to establish that relationship is to start asking them questions and being able to communicate with them that way. If people just keep seeing you list houses and put real estate listings up, like, okay, great. You're, you're an experienced realtor, but do I know you? Do I like you? Do I trust you? No. The only way to do that is come to their level on a more, much more personal, um, personal basis and just really be get to know them and getting leads when people talk about it and getting real people to to engage with you and connect with you it's about not doing what everybody else is doing too there's so much noise that so many people we get like we talk about postcards and all that like people are always putting up just sold just listed or here's the last here's 50 pictures of homes that have sold mm-hmm. and we had a client or I, I don't know if you heard, but a client of ours this week said that they got one of those and asked a very good question, which I'm sure not everybody always thinks about. But he said, how do I even know these were houses that this person sold? Like mm-hmm. all it said was just sold, just sold, just sold. It just looks like a catalog of homes that are no longer available on the market. And don't get me wrong, there's people out there who will say, oh, wow, so many homes sold. This person's great. But really, how often and how many people do that? And what's the likelihood that those people will call and list with that person versus someone who's actually connected with another human being on a different level. Yeah. That's definitely. what your opportunity is with social media and, and any type of lead gen, but specifically social media gives you the opportunity again, to be out there at mass with a message that gives you an open door to connect with people. Yeah. And so once you have that initial group of followers, that's when the real work begins. You're going to want to post things that are valuable to them, obviously, and that's important. Um, And the best way to do that is just plan it out on a weekly or monthly basis and just get it out there. Because I can tell you from experience, if you have it planned out for the week and you're not having to think about it for Mm -hmm. the rest of the week, it's just so nice. And it's so funny because I'll see a post that we made that was uh, scheduled out 
um, even today, I'm like, today's post, I'm like, ooh, I like this. I'm like, oh, wait, we posted this. <laughs> I, saw, I saw that. And, and, and when it came out, I knew I didn't post it and yeah. you were out. I know. I'm like, you're not yeah. posting this from the road. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, crap. and people are already commenting engaging, and engaging yeah. in it. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it, that's number one. But number two, it's. When people comment, though, that's that's when you start really engaging with them. If people are responding to your stories, this is your opportunity to connect with them. Like it, it just and it just blows my mind that like people take that for granted and right. just be like, oh, I don't I, like I'm not even going to bother because I don't want to be sucked into social media. It's like this is what you want. It's, it's the only reason you're on there. Yeah, someone actually responds to you with yeah. words. <laughs> Like it doesn't have to be a question. It could yeah. be a response. And you know what? Give them a, you know, a wow, I agree. Or that's so cool that you thought that. Or, or start DMing this. them. Because people right. are less likely to respond and have a more like have a dialogue with somebody just going back and forth mm-hmm. in comments. But if you start, like if they ask you a question on there, go into their D, slide into their DMs and <laughs> start. She's so trendy. That's direct message to all the losers like me out there. <laughs> DM them. Yeah, but start having that conversation and then they'll be more open, likely to open up and just have a more engaged conversation about what what's up with them. It might not result in real estate right then and there, but then put them into your CRM so that you can follow up with them. I had We had somebody reach out to us about the sale price of a home in our area because they knew we were local to the area. We do real estate. And so ever since then, when a new listing comes out in the neighborhood or a new sale, I just send them a quick message and just say, hey, don't know if you noticed this one, but this one came out. Um, it, it, You know, everything is a slow progression. It's not going to be overnight you're going to get somebody saying, I want to sell my house. But it's the relationships you that will. you're building. Every night. <laughs> Every night. Maybe. Eventually. You, down you've the got road. 365 listings coming up next year. Clear your schedule. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. And... You can even, like we were saying, social media is like a CRM. You know, if you're dealing with Facebook or Instagram, take the people who start to fall into different buckets for you and bucket them in Facebook because you can do that. You can start to arrange groups and lists within Facebook of hot leads, people who have responded to our buyer ads, people who are looking soon, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, if you've got your own CRM system, that's the best thing to leverage because the communications aren't always going to be through Facebook. And, and it's and just a lot more organized to keep definitely. everybody in one yeah, spot. But yeah. still, yeah, it's so, a good point. Yeah, but I, and these rules apply. Like we're talking very much on a, on a I, I'd say this is very Instagram, Facebook-y, like these sorts of things. But if you're on LinkedIn, the engagement rules still apply. It's a different audience. You might have a different message. This might not be as much for, you know, residential sales or things well, like that. Probably like if you're looking to invest, right. investing clients, that would be a good platform to look at is LinkedIn. Right. And that's where content, at least I've found there, is where you can really generate a strong group of followers and engagement when you put out really useful, educational, thoughtful stuff. With a means of starting a discussion, not just, again, with a means of saying, look how smart I am or anything like that, but, you know, focus on what's important to people. Pick up topics that are relevant and that, you know, lots of people are kind of skimming and looking for and you become sort of a mini publisher. Like that's what mm-hmm. I, that's what I've used LinkedIn for in the past. Yeah, you've done really well with that. You create, you know, articles effectively. It's almost like a blog when you don't need a blog 
and you get engagement and you get just a, a group of people who start looking for what you're going to put out next. And so it's, it's almost like a, like, a, like a written podcast, which I guess is what a blog is, mm-hmm. right? But whatever platform you're on, you've got to, again, know what you're trying to accomplish. Don't do things blindly just because you want people to like you. Or just because you want to see, be seen as being active on that platform. Right. You know, because a lot of people think that, oh, you don't see somebody post for a few weeks. You know, what message does that send? But I think also we have to look at what platform you enjoy engaging on, what platform most of your target audience is on, and just focus on that. You don't have to engage with every single platform or people with every single platform you're on. That's just going to become way, that's going to become a full-time job. Well, and especially since the way you craft a message platform to platform, we've talked about this before, it can't be the same. You right. can't just take one post and put it everywhere because it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so you have to, uh, you, well, you don't have to pick a lane, but if you land up being everywhere, I don't know where you'll find the time to focus on your actual business and objectives, right? Like the point here, whether you're scheduling it once a week, once a month, and just really gunning it all out so it's in there or not, I mean, to me, if you were to put it into real numbers, less than an hour a day total of engaging with people, discussing, posting, whatever on social media should be all you need to do, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I think so too. That's, that's important. And that's still a lot of time. It is. But it, it's, as long as you're doing it effectively, if you're not scrolling through people's stories and just randomly seeing what people are up to, like you need to be doing it with, with a purpose. Yeah. And that's how you do it. Our, our words at the beginning of the year, again, like we set our words for the year and this follows that again. Yours was what again? Focus? <laughs> um, I think it was focus. No, Mine I Mine was, was deliberate. Yeah. Yours, I, think it, yeah I think it was focus. Yours was focus. <laughs> I'm so she's, unfocused. She's so focused on it. <laughs> but I mean, but that, everything we've tried to do, I mean, it's not, we're not perfect, but like everything we've tried to do and social media is no different, has to follow that mantra. When you go into social media and you're in there and falling down the rabbit hole, you can't lose your focus. You've got to post things that are deliberately leading towards some sort of an objective. Yeah. Right? With the exception of we will go on a trip with the family and take cute pictures of the kids and all that. And I don't post it to humanize myself for my clients. I post it because I've got family and friends who are on there who I like to engage with. Yeah. And I want to share what we've been doing with them. But, but that, that's different. Yeah, but at the same time, I find in my experience, when I add, and I, I, I recommend doing this, when you have a new client or any past clients that you've worked with, add them to your social feeds so that you can continue to stay up to date with what they're up to in their lives. For sure. But what I find is when I post certain things about not business, but family, I'm able to connect with people on that personal level. Like I've got a lot of clients that have kids around the same age as our kids kids and so mm-hmm. we can have conversations about that and you continue to stay top of mind as a result like obviously that's not the reason you well, want that, to be that, doing that's, it that's what i'm saying yeah it, it is a definite byproduct like mm-hmm. half of our good conversations come through that stuff yes and like statistics show people engage more with the stuff about that you know whether it's life events or things right. like that than like a listing you're than anything else yeah 
But I, all I'm saying is, like, my intent is not, I really hope this gets me business no. when I put up a picture of our kid swimming or something. And I think that's the biggest message. I think you need to stop focusing so much on the business and how it's going to come to you. It's going to come to you over time. If you just keep putting yourself out there, being very genuine about who you are and what you represent, and engage with people on a very personal level um and not don't don't be salesy just connect with them if they like you know you trust you they're going to call you when it comes time to buying or selling a house consistent consistent don't go in go out don't think that just because you put up a week's worth of really cute posts that all of a sudden people are going to come and you're set everything in proper lead generation is a marathon not a sprint Mm -hmm. it's you got to stick to a system and stay on it and people slowly attach to you not necessarily as clients in the beginning but as relationships and they're there and the more they're there and you continue engaging with them they become part of your network for the long haul so when the time does come especially in our industry where these are not small transactions you should be willing to wait yeah. A while for whoever and whenever they're ready. And this will even make your repeat and referral business stronger as well. If people continue to see you and, and what you're up to and, and what you're doing with your family, the moment somebody asks, do you know any good realtor out there? Or, oh, I'm ready to buy my next house. Like you're top of mind. Mm-hmm. And that's also really important. And that's, I guess, the other thing. This doesn't mean never like it doesn't mean hide the fact that you're in real estate when we say don't focus on that it's just at most a sprinkling from time to time just because it's part of your life Mm -hmm. right it's not ads about real estate it's not you know hey are you looking to sell your house like once a week although some people do that effectively i mean for us it's just been people know because they get to know us and they start to, I mean, the nature of people is once they're interested in anybody, they start to creep them yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we, we you still want on a weekly basis to have some posts up there, some stories just, about... Just not salesy is what I'm saying. Like right. Not, not here's my number, here's my thing, you know, great deal this week, stuff like that. But if you've got a listing, you were going to put it there. That's part of what you do. Like that's part of what people do with their day-to-day lives, right? And that kind of reinforces what you do, but without making big calls to action to people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think something that we've started doing for the Vaughn community is just giving people updates about like, you know, the market is getting really busy. Here are some stats, like just talking about it. And if people do want to get more information, they will, but we're not... Yeah, as you said, being very salesy about it. Yeah, I mean, you've talked in your stories or in our story, I guess, about you know what's happening out there and what we've seen trend-wise. I mean, I was talking today about paint colors mm-hmm. on there and just little things just about home ownership. It, it's not even always about real estate specifically, but yeah. we live the life that you live. Right. We're real people, real family. And we genuinely want, like, we want advice too. And and not about real estate, but about the community. We want to learn about things in the community. Like, we've done a lot of other things, which we could probably talk about in another episode, where we're engaging the community on on small businesses and and local businesses around here as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's stuff we're interested in. We're not doing it to be sleazeballs. It's because we actually care about the community and want to be entrenched in it a little bit more than we are. Yes, exactly. So... 
getting inspiration from other people in terms of what they're doing is important, but make sure that it connects with what you're interested in as well. Like you're, you've got your target audience. You need to actually be there, be present where they are, but be present where they are in a way that connects with your values and what you're interested in, because you're not going to keep consistent if it's something that's painful for you to do on a daily basis. So really evaluate where you're at and what's interesting to you. And don't get discouraged if things you put out there, nobody responds to. I shouldn't even say if. When things you put out there, nobody responds to. Not everything is always going to get any engagement. Right. And some of the engagement's not going to be positive. Some of it's going to... Like, if you set expectations for yourself in a quantifiable manner, you're going to be disappointed. Right? Like, it's not about... Again, it's how we open it. It's not about the numbers. It's not about followers and likes and all that it's about meaningful relationships that you develop over time Mm -hmm. and just one is better than what a lot of us have been doing in social media with this other approach to things you could have a hundred followers that are useless or one really good engagement that becomes a client which would you rather have exactly and when you pay when people pay for leads not that there's anything wrong with that like you know there's great businesses out there where people do very good getting paying for leads on a monthly basis but if you've got in your own social media accounts real people that will eventually buy or sell a home i mean this is your opportunity you've got to take advantage of this as much as possible so Get out there. Take it. It's yeah. yours. Just start looking at social media differently. I think that's really valuable. And and determine what your purpose is when you're getting on there. You are not a sleaze bag. Don't make the world think you're one. Don't, you're not. <laughs> it's weird. You're not. That was my Dr. Phil moment. <laughs> you're not a sleaze, you're not a sleaze bag. <laughs> so d- don't act like one on social media. There's no point pretending you're something you're not because even if it did result in more people following or liking or whatever, do you really want to live a lie? Yeah. (laughs) Right? I don't know. Yeah. I'd prefer not to. I don't think many people are thinking they're sleazebags. No, no, I know. I'm telling them that they're not. So don't don't be that on social media. So why do we have to even tell them? Because if they've been acting the other way, the rest of the world might be looking at them that way. And they should avoid that. They can get away from that. You can do it. You can do it. We can help. <laughs> anyway, that's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed this feel, amazing I, episode. I feel like there's no better way to signify the end of an episode than a really bad, like, dad not really... Dad joke. Well, okay, we always say dad joke. There's no dad joke there. Nothing was funny. It was just just a bad blip in the, <laughs> in the narrative. So with that, we're closing it out. It's another episode of Level Up. We will speak to you again next week, but feel free to engage with us until then have a great week goodbye bye